accumulation, preservation, generation. At Busey Bank, these are the principles we use to build meaningful financial partnerships with our clients and their families. With sound advice and vast resources, partner with Busey for a personalized approach to your legacy. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Member FDIC. Here at 5.33, the Chicks, Mock, Daisy, they're back. Weekly segment we're going to do every Monday at 5.33. Chicks coming up here in just a little bit, but right now, let's have a little fun. Let's use the gun guy. You've got the best in the business at what he does free for you right now. So, Michael, you're up first. Welcome to the Hammer and Nigel Show, Michael. Go ahead and ask the gun guy. I just wondered real quick what the rule is if my employer says I am forbidden to carry a weapon in a company vehicle. Uh, they can prevent you, Michael, from carrying a gun in a company vehicle. Uh, it's that's uh, that, that's their property. They can have that policy if they want. What they cannot do is prevent you from having a gun in your own vehicle as long as it's locked out of sight in your vehicle, even if it's on company property. They also can't inquire, ask you questions about whether you uh, own a gun or, or carry a gun when you're not working, and they can't condition any rights of employment on your willingness to give up your Second Amendment rights in terms of what you do outside of the workplace, but they can prevent you from carrying a gun while you're doing your job, and that includes uh, in a company vehicle. All right. Thank you, Michael. Now, coming up next, Allison, is this eBuzz? Is this what it says here? eBuzz, welcome to the Hammer yeah, and Nigel called show. My show yeah, on he, Saturday. he called in Saturday. What's going on, eBuzz? Hey, I just wondered, okay, a couple of weeks ago, we had a uh, couple of teenagers that had stolen a car and they were running away from it and there was a bag of guns in the car with a grenade launcher well one i want to know how i can get a grenade launcher but (laughs) but them kids would not have been wandering around carrying a bag of guns they they had to have targeted that vehicle don't you think Chris, did you lose your grenade launcher recently? Chris Hammer, did you lose one? I know you were missing one for a little while. Maybe somebody picked it up. Well, here's news for you. A grenade launcher actually is legal as long as you go through the NFA process. Just like for a machine gun, it's called a destructive device. And so uh, if you can find the grenades and you find yourself a grenade launcher, you can go through the NFA registration process under the National Firearms Act of 1934, uh, file your Form 4, you can buy yourself a grenade launcher, and you can have a grenade launcher. So, Chris, here's what's going to happen. Next Christmas, I'm going to give you the money. I want you to become the grenade guy. We're going to have the gun guy and the grenade guy, (laughs) and you guys are going to fight crime in Indy like Batman and Robin. (laughs) I think this could work right Oh, yeah. Well, even when, when Biden goes out and says, well, you know, even back in in the time the Constitution was being written, you couldn't have a cannon. Well, yeah, you could. You, you can have a cannon today. Right. You, you just have to go through the process. 
Great moments in canon history. I still love that first Indy 500 that Tony Katz went to, and he didn't know that they fired off a cannon to open up the (laughs) gates, and he thought we were being bombed by the Germans at Pearl Harbor. (laughs) Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Great, great, great reference. James, welcome to the Hammer and Nigel Show. We got Guy Relford here. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey. All right, here's a question. Barbershop talk we was having the other day. The question was proposed. If you're walking down the street in a neighborhood and someone uh, punches you, sucker punches you in the face, and you're legally carrying, are you allowed to shoot this person? Well, and of course, I instantly said no. But then someone across the room said, well, that's felony assault. And Indiana law says if a person is in the commission of felony assault, then a felon or whatever, you know. So, well, yeah, the, what, what they're referring there to is you can use deadly force to prevent a forcible felony. Um, and uh, every battery, every punch uh, is not necessarily a felony battery. It depends on whether there's serious injury involved or whether a deadly weapon is used. So I would, I would not say that you can you know, use a gun anytime anybody uh, punches you. That depends on who's punching you and what other capabilities you have to defend yourself. Generally speaking, yes, you can, you can, you can use deadly force to prevent a forcible felony. In that context, what I what I teach in my classes and, and, and as it comes up in my law practice is I would need to be established that I had a reasonable fear uh, that I that I was preventing serious bodily injury to me or a third person before I can use deadly force. Every punch is not necessarily, it depends on who you are, who's punching you, uh, is not necessarily going to qualify as serious bodily injury. Now, if Mike Tyson's hitting me, sure. Um, somebody else, no. And it partly depends on how, uh, who I am and what my capabilities are. But but just to say, oh yeah, anytime anybody punches you, you can shoot them, that's a really good way to go to prison. That, that's not true in all instances. So, worst case scenario here, and I'm trying to skirt the law because that's the kind of guy I am, guy. <laughs> If someone punches you in the face, could you just immediately say, I felt my life was in danger. He said that he was going to kill me. He was going to kick my blank. And I felt like more bodily harm was going to come here. Yeah, well, there's there, there are two tests for that because you have to have a reasonable fear of serious bodily injury. That means I believe it. So when you said, well, I, you know, I, I would say I feared he was going to kill me. I feared that's fine, but it has to be reasonable under the circumstances. And a jury would be instructed, for instance, that a hypothetical reasonable person under the same circumstances would have had that same belief. You can say you believe it or actually believe it all day long unless it's considered to be a reasonable belief, and that's based based on, again, all the circumstances, who's hitting you, what your own capabilities are in terms of self-defense. I mean, if, if somebody's punching my 91-year-old mom, could she pull her gun and shoot him? Yes. Could I pull my gun and shoot that same person? Much less likely. But, but, but you, can, you, can, you can say you have that fear, but it has to be objectively reasonable. Let's go to Michael. Welcome to the Hammer and Nigel show. We got Guy Relford here. Uh, hi, Guy. Uh, hey there. So I understand that uh, you can protect your yourself uh, within your vehicle if someone's trying to get in your vehicle. How about on a motorcycle? Well, that's interesting um, because the, the way the statute's written, and this is actually under the Castle Doctrine, so it, it's in the same part of the statute that says you can defend your home with deadly force. It says I can use deadly force to either uh, to either prevent or terminate. An, unla- an unlawful attack on or entry of attack on or entry of my occupied motor vehicle. 
So if someone attacks me while I'm sitting on my motorcycle, and I'm a Harley rider, I have been my whole life. If I'm sitting on my motorcycle and someone attacks me, could I say I'm preventing an attack of my occupied motor vehicle? Yeah, that's an argument. I, I would I would want kind of belt and suspenders to also be able to establish that I'm preventing that serious bodily injury that I just discussed with our last caller. But yeah, occupied motor vehicle is actually included within the Castle Doctrine in Indiana, but I'd, I'd want that separate argument as well. Thank you so much for all of your calls. We'll do this again next time we have the gun guy in. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.